Hi, Uncle Milty here for Hearing and Brain Centers. Politicians, both Democrat and Republican, love to talk about free stuff as if they invented free. But for as long as I can remember, there was always free cheese in a mousetrap. Uncle Milty here for HearingandBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023, HearingandBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive my pillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Well, of course. That makes perfect sense. That's a nice man. That was totally worth the drive. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. I'm so damn confused. (laughs) The president's an idiot. Kate Daly Show. Hopefully you're having a great day on a Wednesday. I got such a huge show for you today because this is a, uh, and by by the way, hi, Uncle Milty. Uh, How are you? I'm doing doing good. Excellent. Uh, You know what? Big show. And of course, Susan, Melissa, join me as always on Wednesdays. We're going to be talking about a lot of headlines, a lot of things happening. And then, of course, uh, in this first hour, I have a very special hour for you. Um, I wanted to introduce Katie Hopkins. I'm so excited that Katie Hopkins is joining me because I really admire her work. She's one of the very, very rare journalists out there, one of the rare uh, individuals out there telling the truth, not afraid to say it. Um, She is a British journalist, and let me just tell you, she is amazing. She's going to be at WeCanAct.net up in Salt Lake City, October 22nd and 23rd, and uh, this event is going to be huge. you got to get your tickets now. It's going to be at the Salt Palace Convention Center, uh, WeCanAct.net, Salt Palace Convention Center, October 22nd. 22nd, 23rd. It's coming up, folks, uh, about a month. And and so please get your tickets right now. Katie Hopkins will be one of our speakers. And let me just tell you, uh, you are a gem. You were even on The Apprentice, the BBC Apprentice. You, you uh, I, I mean, what a career you've had, Katie. Wow. I love it. Bless your heart. Well, well, well thank you very much for the kind introduction. Yes. Yeah, so some people will know me 
Uh, I, you know, I started off in the military. I went through the Royal Military Academy, Sandhurst. I ended up in uh, the business world, then uh, onto The Apprentice, the British version, not yeah. the American one. Right, right. And then in the media. And that, that's where some people might know me a little bit from. Oh, my gosh. So outspoken. And you're usually on the scene, which makes it so much better to be able to hear from you on the scene and what's happening. And we have a lot to talk about. In fact, uh, you were just in Australia. And we just heard from a gentleman that lives near Well Camp, their little COVID-19 FEMA camp. And I cannot believe what is going on in Australia. I think most people can't believe it. It, it, it's utterly incomprehensible. Like you cannot get your head around it. You can only believe that someone's lying to you. It's the only way to get your head around it is to imagine it's not happening. Uh, if I give you my synopsis in brief, mm-hmm. I was um, given a visa to go to Australia in order to do a TV show for them. It's called Celebrity Big Brother. They lock people in a house altogether, which is kind of strange during lockdown. Uh, There was me, there was going to be Caitlyn Jenner, there was Meghan Markle's brother. Basically a nonsense show that is entertainment. I was taken into the country for that. Bear in mind that 35,000 Australian families are currently forcibly separated from each other because no one's allowed to go onto the island or leave it. There is a nighttime curfew from 9 p.m. till 5 a.m. and it's patrolled by police helicopters. You are not allowed to open your front door. Australians are not allowed within five kilometers of their own home address. When I was there, I saw adverts showing how you're not allowed to browse in a grocery store. What? You have to keep your cart moving. You're not allowed to browse. You're allowed out once a day to get basic food essentials. Well, You're not allowed to browse. If you stop, the germs will get you. I mean, that's just how it works. I mean, exactly. it's, yeah. COVID knows that stuff. So anyway, long and the short, I'm put into forced quarantine, which is essentially a prison cell, uh, but, you know, with, with a bathroom and, and a hairdryer, so it had luxury items. I'm told I'm not given a key to my own door what? I'm not allowed to open my own door. I'm told if there's a fire, I'm on the 26th floor. If there's a fire, I have to stay where I am and await further instructions. Oh so I was online gosh. doing my normal stuff, talking to people online as I do with my little Katie dolls, you know, like an online pub that I try and uplift people's spirits with. I spoke out about the nonsense of quarantine. I spoke out about the nonsense of someone like me being allowed into the country when families cannot see each other. And I tell you what, all hooly-dooly broke loose. It went up the ranks faster than anything I've ever seen. The deputy prime minister was involved. The prime minister was involved. There was a lynch mob at the hotel. I could no longer receive food because of threats to poison it. Uh, And eventually my visa was cancelled. I was threatened with immigration detention. I was rounded up by two police wagons full of police officers taken to the airport and deported for the cu- from the country for speech. I was deported I, for speaking out against quarantine and lockdown. Wh- I don't I don't even have words. Thank God they let you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, that is such the truth. Right. That is exactly what so many people and great Australians have said to me afterwards is, thank goodness you got off the island because Australians are seriously wondering whether they'll ever be allowed off the island again. Oh, my gosh. This is just, this is beyond horrific. I, I, I wish we were making this up. And the fact that you just went through this, I, 
I know that a lot of pe- there's a lot of people on the ground now starting to figure out that they might need to do more than what they're doing, and um, and I know that it's even harder now because of what they've allowed to have happen in their country. And I don't know how to stop it either, but I bet it was just kind of horrific to see all of these people just basically, basically, there. It's a large prison. Australia's a large mm-hmm. prison. Exactly right, Australia. I mean, I never got to see anyone because I was never allowed out of my um, quarantine other than uh, in the back of a police wagon being taken uh, to the airport by police officers. 24 police officers in full hazmat suits uh, took me to the airport where they'd uh, lined up a press crew, of course, to witness my humiliation as they saw it. Uh, But yes, both Australia and New Zealand are now essentially prison islands. You can't travel internally. You're not really allowed to leave your home address um, and they even started, uh, and this is, uh, again, not a lie, uh, in Australia, they they have their groceries delivered, some people to the door. Police have started uh, removing alcohol from the deliveries so that uh, people can't, you know, have, the, have their own items. They've t- started taking beer away from Australians and limiting the amount you're allowed. What? I, I mean, it, 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 is, it is too uh, unbelievable to, to think it's real. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a defiance in, you know, my, my core belief throughout this life of mine has been that every time they, they knock you down, every time they knock one of us down, uh, is the key thing that we do, even if we're bloodied and bruised, is we're going to get back up. Right. And, and that's one of the really fantastic things about our side. And I don't mean that politically. I mean that in terms of people who simply want the best for each other. Yeah. Our side is very resilient and we tend to keep getting back up. And, and I like to think that's what I'm trying to live through example, which is you can I, knock me down, but I'm going to be getting back up pretty soon. I think you're amazing. I can't believe you just dealt with that. I really, I really can't. I Can you, Uncle Milty? I mean, I... I, I we're I, just sitting here stunned. You should see our faces really? right now. But delivering groceries must be a great job there because you get to get out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, that is right. Wow. That is right. And actually, uh, being part of the military or um, the police is actually a better job because although uh, you know it makes me – I'm disgusted to my core that many police uh, individuals are policing this stuff. They are compliant and complicit with the state. Personally, I would hand in my badge. But it is these people who are willing to enforce the will of the government that are actually doing best. And we very quickly start to see parallels with the Chinese Communist Party and others where if Mm -hmm. you are close to power, you do much better in this new uh, system that we're starting to see emerge. But um, yes, certainly I was deported from Australia. And so one of the first things, and I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to offend any of your listeners in any way, but one of the first things I did when I broke into America for uh-huh. this tour that I'm on uh-huh. is I went to a lovely tattoo artist in Prescott uh-huh. in Arizona, right. and I had my deported stamp from my passport put onto a certain area of my body, <laughs> uh, and my lesson to the Australian government is you can deport, yeah. deport my A-double-S. But wow. you cannot deport the truth, oh, and so I have I a tattoo it. of that on my, you know where. Oh, you're you're my hero. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but what what you said about the complicit people, right? You know, I've said for years, there's always someone willing to put on that brown shirt. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, I mean, so right. That is so right, and and if I may um, 
in my country, so the UK, mm-hmm. and I know you guys know this as well, and other people will, your listeners will understand, you know, someone willing to put on the brown shirt. So when we had it that we were only allowed six people at our home address, six family members, we had neighbours, you know, there were hotlines for neighbours to report on neighbours, and, wow. they, did. Oh, no. and they did. Of course they did. And oh. that. That that is that's the heartbreaking thing, isn't it? When you yeah. you have people telling on their own, yeah. you know that's yeah. upsetting. I think that's what takes hope away is when you realize that you can't trust anyone. That that's that's the moment where people I think kind of lose that hope, and we need to tell people that you know what there's and it's true though. I mean, you will have people that do this, yep. but the the other important message is there's a lot of people that wouldn't still here in the States that would not do that or in Australia. But the fact is, is yeah, they're around all the corners. I mean, you can't avoid it. And we're going to have to understand how to communicate what we're going to do. Um, I don't think Australia could foresee all of these things coming as fast as they were coming. I think they were a little surprised, don't you? I don't know. Uh, Absolutely. The the speed of the descent. um, And you can see the mechanisms of the thing. So they have Mm -hmm. different state premiers. Right. Which is a little bit like America in the sense that different state leadership trying to compete right. to see who could be the most draconian, uh, who could be the gosh. meanest, who could lock down the hardest, who could say, well, you're not allowed on the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan Andrews from Melbourne criticizing the people of Melbourne for daring to go out and watch the sunset. Jeez. How dare you? Oh and gosh. I think we've seen similar behavior in right. the states with certain governors trying to almost out-menace their own population to be seen as, like, morally superior on a COVID plane. And and that's obviously very peculiar and odd behavior. And yet the rates don't change. The fraudulent test still spits out probably the same number of of COVID positives. And so they're going to walk away without having done anything with their moral superiority. Um, but, you know, the, the numbers are going to virtually stay the same. I mean, they're ratcheting up the test pretty high to get all those false positives. And the vaccine's giving off uh, a lot of things. But my gosh. In fact, I have Katie Hopkins on. We're going to go to a break. WeCanAct.net. WeCanAct.net. Get your tickets because you're going to want to see uh, Katie. You're going to want to hear Katie when she speaks uh, a m- about a month from now in Salt Lake City. We can act.net. A lot of speakers at this event, you guys. I'll be there too. Uh, make sure you get tickets and go from wherever you are. We'll be right back with Katie Hopkins, the amazing Katie Hopkins. Be right back. Hi, I'm Uncle Milty with an important message called the Four Agreements. The Four Agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. Imagine that world if we all live that way. Uncle Milty for hearingandbraincenters.com, 435-612-1023, hearingandbraincenters.com, 435-612-1023. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
What a great song. <laughs> Billy Joel, I love it. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And make sure you get the sound clouds on katedalyshow.com or katedalyradio.com. Share those far and wide. I have a wonderful guest in this hour. Before I go there, I just uh, want to say get over to Garage Doors Only. These guys are the, the best at garage doors. In fact, uh, they have the perfect customer service, uh, the perfect garage doors. They'll put them in, and they will work perfectly. Go to Garage Doors Only. And you have to dial the number 435-868. And uh, I forgot the rest of the number. (laughs) I knew I would do that. I knew I would do that. I'll give you the number when I come back off the next break. Um, Anyway, I know. Total brain just left me. Um, We have a wonderful, wonderful guest, uh, Katie Hopkins, the amazing Katie Hopkins. And the reason I say that is... You have someone here who will tell the truth, who will go out and report what's actually going on, who is not told what to say or what to do or what to cover. And I just have so much respect for the rare individual that gets to do that and that is willing to take that risk. And so my hat's off to uh, my hat's off to you, Katie Hopkins. <laughs> Bless your heart. Listen, I'll cover for you while you find out that phone number, and uh, we will make sure people know who to I ring for totally, their garage doors, or as that? we would say in can, the UK, garage. Oh my! We would gosh. say garage doors. I swear to you, my my brain does that once in a while, and a lot of incoming Don't information. Worry. It's twelve hundred. It's four three five. You know, I'm doing something, and then I, I put my hairdryer away in the fridge, or you know, I, I you know, and uh, I, I think, what, and what on earth is this? The, is this the early onset dementia that it I've is. been fearing for so long? Oh, I have gosh. to say though, that Billy Joel song. Thanks uh-huh. for playing that. Sure. I have that. So just so people know, I have that in my little um, headphones when I'm running, Do and you? as I run, like here I am in Arizona, and I'm. Facing the Arizona State University, when I blast my way through a pile of students all wearing ridiculous face masks outside, or mask perverts as I call them, Uh I have that song blasting in my ears, (laughs) which is, you know, go ahead with your life and leave me alone. And and I think it's a great rallying cry for our side, which is, we don't mind what you want to do with your life. We don't mind what you choose to do. Just don't ask us to do the same. Amen. I can't say I'm amen enough. Um, By the way, you're going to be speaking at wecanact.net. And there's a promo code. If you put in Kate, K-A-T-E, my first name, you get $10 off. And also, if you can text WECAN to 53-445. So text WECAN. Uh, to 53-445 for more information and you'll get those text updates as well and to purchase tickets. So just text we can to 53-445 and let me just tell you, you're going to be an amazing guest in October. I hope people go. There's a huge lineup and you're going to be talking about all of these things that are so important. Uncle Milty? Uh, Katie, in all your travels, have you been able to come up with any reason that you think people are going along with this when, like in Australia, only 0.3% of the population has been diagnosed with COVID. <laughs> Fraudulently. Uh, yeah. It's a great Yeah, question. and, um, you know, it's one of these things, isn't it, that, that we are schooled to, um, to protect ourselves, the sort of self-preservation inside mm-hmm. all of us. And right. early in my career, as I started out in the British Army as an army officer, I was in the intelligence corps. And, you know, we know we can very easily manipulate people using their emotions. So if you think self-preservation is at the heart of all of us, as Mm -hmm. it should be instinctually, once you tell people that they might not be okay, that 
there is a queue, that, it, that there's a line. If you want to be, get help at the hospital, look, here's a line. And then you, you impose death on people or mm-hmm. look at these portable crematoriums. Look at death is right next to you. You know, if you ask me to, to draft you out a strategic plan of how I would put fear into the heart of people, it would be exactly the template that we've just had applied to all of right. us. Mm-hmm. Right. Strike start fear into the heart, make people believe that they personally are at risk and they will comply with pretty much anything you say. And if you then start talking about rational things like the actual incidence of COVID or the fact that a young person is much more likely to be fine with it than they are if they have to stay injectable, people can't hear rational anymore. They've become, we have created an irrational uh, population. And, yeah. and that's why for the few of us that remain, the same few Mm-hmm. It is a, it, every day for people now is a difficulty because you're dealing with the irrational on a daily right. basis. And, and of course, that your listeners will know that's hit at the heart of the American family, too. So we have children now who don't and won't see their parents. We have grandparents not allowed to see their grandchildren. We have Christmas coming up, Thanksgiving. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen because of that vax, non-vax divide. I've had more grown men cry on me on this tour uh, than at any time before in America because they no longer see their family or they feel like the only one. They feel completely alone. Mm. Um, and that that's the very powerful kind of psych ops that's gone on uh, in order to crucify our nations. And that's been hard to watch. Yeah. Do you, so what are the differences between uh, the USA and the UK right now? Mm. You know, and this is where I guess we allow ourselves to to become upbeat and we must. Right. Because none of my talks are about just telling us all the bad things. Right. Uh, And there's nothing that frustrates me more, speaking bluntly, Mm -hmm. than a gentleman speaker uh, who's repeating the same talk that I've heard before Mm -hmm. and who just tells people all the terrible stuff. And people go out of that room feeling, you know, crucified because it's terrible. It's very easy to tell people the bad stuff. Right. But let me just tell you a few things that are different about America. And, and I say this as a respectful foreigner mm-hmm. and as an outsider, and I respect that you have thrown our British behinds mm-hmm. out of your country twice before. Mm-hmm. I tried saying once at a talk the other day, and this gentleman was like, twice, we've thrown you out twice. <laughs> oh, wow. um, the difference between Americans and the British people, apart from the fact that you speak to each other in the elevator, and that's mm-hmm. really very weird for a British girl. We don't speak uh, to people really? in the elevator. Oh, that's interesting. It's, it's very upsetting. Yeah, it's very upsetting. But the difference is you guys have freedom somehow hardwired into your souls. Like right. if I cut open an American, somehow in you is your constitution. It's in your sinews and in your fiber and in your being in a way that it isn't in any other country that I've traveled through. Mm. Uh, and in every other example, South African farms where white farms are being hunted or Australians who handed over their weapons or New Zealanders who've just handed over theirs, Americans are not about to hand over their weapons or give up their Second Amendment. And there is something very different about the fact that you guys are not a democracy. You are a republic and mm-hmm. you remain a republic. You are one nation under God. Right. And, and that really sets you apart. And, and there is, you will remain and do remain and are hope for so many of us. You know, part of my message here is that for 20 million or so decent British people, you are our hope too. And you can't hear us, but we are cheering you on and we're applauding you 
every step of the way. And I find it incredibly reassuring that there's never been a greater cache of weapons across America at any time in modern history than there is right now. And in my country where I'm not allowed to own a weapon, Mm -hmm. you know, I still have a car bumper sticker and it says, guns don't kill people, but I'm willing to. (laughs) And uh, it just keeps the other mums out of my way. But, you know, Americans are different in a great way. And and I'm super proud of everybody and all of you that are standing up and are pushing back against all of this. Well, I really appreciate that. That was really actually really great to hear. You know, we've said on the show many times that we all have um, something to offer in this fight. We're here for a reason. And we all have something, some talents, whatever we can lend to this. And really right now it's just about getting people to just show up to fight for the very thing. I know they're sitting in their home, you know, desperately wondering wondering about their liberty uh, in people that are normal anyway and not delusional. But 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 here we are. We all have these gifts and talents. And, and honestly, it just takes the masses to show up at this point. I mean, we've got it easy to fight this fight, I think. It is. It is. It is about showing up. And, and not everybody can be at the pointy end of the spear, right? Right, so right. It's not like I'm having this massive rallying cry that says, oh, look, you know, come be like me. Tra- travel the world with a, with a suitcase face down. Uh, things face on, mm-hmm. you know, they've come for everything I have, everything I am. They came from my home, my job. I don't have a bank account. I don't have a house. I, my children have a different name to me so that they will be more protected. Uh, they came from my head. You know, I'm not, I'm not advocating that everybody goes down that very pointy end. Mm-hmm. But if we are out there, people like you, people uh, that are helping you get on the air, people that are sponsoring your show to keep mm-hmm. your voice out there, like your garage doors, whose number right. we're going to know in a minute. <laughs> we, the, these are the people, oh, they are helping you in flight. Yes. And that's how I explain it to people. If you come to an event or maybe you stop in the street and say hi, or you know, maybe you can support someone giving you a venue, you know, that is part of keeping us all standing up. And the more we can get people involved at every level, uh, the more that our fight back starts to really gain voice. And what's so glorious at any rally, you know, even if you think to yourself, I hate the Republicans, I hate Mm -hmm. Trump, I hate whatever, it doesn't matter. Come to a rally, stand at the back and just stand there. And you see people's faces change because you're amongst people that want the best for you. Mm-hmm. You're amongst people that aren't going to tell you what to do. Right. And it's so uplifting. You leave remembering that actually most people are full of goodness. Yeah. And and that's the sort of thing we want to be around. Most people are good people. I know it in my heart. I know it's mm-hmm. true in America. And we just need to do a great job of reminding people of that. Oh, 100 percent. I can't emphasize what you just said enough. And you're right. This isn't political anymore. This is just liberty. You're either you either want your liberty or you don't. You just don't care. And I I can't imagine we'd have too many Americans that just wouldn't care. I just can't imagine that because you're right. It's in our DNA. We we just we just I mean, this is this is what we are and we should be fighting for this. And you are right about the, the rest of the world looking at us. There is no place to go. We wouldn't have a place to go. Right. To get these exactly. to get this liberty. And so if we lose exactly. it, there is no, there is nowhere else. And I sometimes, you know, I spent three months on uh, white farms in South Africa where white mm-hmm. farmers are being hunted. Yeah from their lands with the very weapons actually that they were obliged to hand over during the apartheid years Mm -hmm. so um and and they they are planning the sudlanders and the south africans plan to eventually they're down to three percent now whites in south africa and this isn't particularly a color thing it's just a population thing um and they are planning at the weekend 
they plan, they plan for the moment when they will need to withdraw to defendable space, Jeez. a space where they can regroup, regather, they mm-hmm. can train and prepare as they do every weekend now. Uh, they will come again from a position of strength. And the more I think to that model and the more I look to where we're at, mm-hmm. the more I see that that is going to be, I believe, the, the path for all of us as well. We are going to regroup, mm-hmm. rebuild, mm-hmm. and come again from a position of strength. Now, clearly, there's going to be some traumatic times between here and there. Right. But we go into this fight prepared. Our side is at the side of, of endurance. And our side will prevail and good will win in the end. And, and I'm absolutely positive and confident of that. Oh, absolutely. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we're going to co- we're going to go to a break. We'll be right back more with Katie Hopkins, the amazing Katie Hopkins. Uh, what a fantastic truth telling journalist. And be- believe me, guys, I, I have met so many. We don't have that many Katie Hopkins out there. No. And so that's why I just adore her. And also that phone number. <laughs> It's 435-868-1200. And uh, we will be right back. We'll be right back. More with uh, Katie Hopkins. Don't go anywhere. The Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. sings it like her that just gave me literal chills uh and you know what folks that flag is still there it is still there and our constitution is still there and the declaration of independence is still there uh we still have this and so uh don't despair we will we will uh start to uh put our foot on on the ground and stand our ground i have the wonderful katie hopkins with us i have uncle milty um and also i just wanted to mention weconnect.net Get your tickets to this. This is going to be a huge event. Uh, I'm serious. A huge event. You should see the speaker list. Go to WeConnect.net and get your tickets. And uh, I I promise you, you'll be glad you did this. October 22nd and 23rd. It's coming up, folks. You've got to go in and get your tickets. Make sure that you do this. Uh, Katie Hopkins will be there. And Katie, you also have a tour right now. Yes, bless you. I am on tour. Uh, I mean, that sounds very grand. Actually, I'm rocking up at, you know, surprising places in the middle of nowhere, Flagstaff and others, um, jumping into people's homes, their lounges, their church halls, just giving people, A, a reason to gather, uh, B, a sort of update, (laughs) a world view from me and some of the things that my journey that I've been through. And then you know, this reminder that, that you guys are our hope as well. And, and even though you may be told by the media that the British people don't like Trump or 
Mm-hmm. You know, we love Biden. That is not the truth. The 20 million people have stood on their little tiptoes applauding you guys on and, and we stand uh, right by you and we mm-hmm. still uh, want to be, that, you know, have that mm-hmm. special relationship with all of you. So, yeah, love moving that. from here, Arizona, to Denver, Colorado, through to Texas. I'm all over the place. And if people put in Katie Hopkins, uh, in Eventbrite, they can find me probably somewhere near them. Maybe Stand a bit up. too close to them. Stand up, <laughs> right? Stand up with Katie Hopkins, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Katie Hopkins okay. and Eventbrite, you know, B-R-I-T-E. Uh, people can just look for tickets on there. Or if they come on my social media, underscore Katie, underscore Hopkins, underscore, underscore everything on Instagram. Um, yeah, you can find me somewhere for sure if you stick Katie Hopkins in Google. Right. Don't look at the pictures. They're dreadful. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're so cute. I just adore you. Um, You know, we were talking about the flag still there. And I I just want to remind people, you know, we did not change the entire world and and put forth a document of freedom and liberty um, for all men and women, right, in in this country, just to lose it to the ridiculous Biden and his commie friends who the Communist Party, King Fraudalot, who the Communist Party built up, by the way, as a candidate to all of these Deep, uh, these uh, these deep state insiders who think they can rule the world. They can't do it without a lot of people helping. Mm-hmm. So you don't help. What, what Uncle Milton, you what know, did you want to say? All we actually need are 300 honorable men in Congress that will start dis- dissecting the bureaucracies. Right, with a fair election. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrought with fraud from the Dominion system. Um, I mean, there are so many things we have to fix, but... We still have this country. And, you know, I look at your career, Katie, and I look at the way um, you have just been crucified. You've lost everything over telling the truth. Can you imagine just (laughs) telling the truth? You've got to tell people a little bit about your story. Well, um, yes, I think being crucified for just speaking truth as I find them is is, uh, a fair fair kind of assessment of what's happened to me. You know, just for clarity, I have never been... Um, charged with any offence, or I've never committed any offence. I've never hurt anybody. I've never, but but at the same time, I've been um, banned from South Africa by mm-hmm. the ANC um, for reporting the truth of white farmers. I've now Jeez. been deported from Australia for speaking out against the forced separation of American um, Australian families that need each other Um, and yeah a couple of jihadis and there's a fatwa against me still uh, for my head because I am very honest about the Muslim takeover of Western Europe my country will fall uh, to Islam within the next 10 years and these are all things you're not allowed to say all of these things I talk of are things you're not allowed to say and there is a price that you pay for that right Uh, certainly for me that was every job uh, and then litigation against me. They created a new law in the UK that it enabled them to, um, you know, the, the debt just just piled up against right. litigation against me. So I had to sell the family home. Um, they try and take my children, which in the UK right now, you can't adopt a child if you're me with my kind of conservative views that want the best for each other. Um, so people say that I'm abusing my children. So they come to check on my children. Um, and then, yes, there was a, a plot to take my head and, and those two jihadis are now in prison. And I, th- I think the bigger thing here is that um, it's a lesson for others. It's, mm-hmm. it's not so much just that perhaps I end. It's more that others are taught, keep your head down, say nothing, look away, agree with what we're telling you or the mainstream showing you, 
or we will do to you what we did to her. Right. And that's one of the reasons why my resilience is there, why I do things like the tattoo. It's not because I'm purely childish, although I am childish and intolerable mm. at times, but it's because I want to show people that through defiance and resilience, we will overcome. And I consider all of that's happened to me, I, I believe our paths are already set. I right. believe the more you throw yourself to the wind, the more true your path reveals itself. And I believe all that's happened to me has in fact been some kind of training for now. Mm. You know, I, there's nothing anyone can take from me to stop me. Um, I was even epileptic for a while. I, I'm cured of that. And so a wow. seizure was due to kill me. I'm on extra time already. So I, I'm about as free as any human can be. And that's why I'm unstoppable. And that's why I'm confident that this is my part to play in, the, in this mm -hmm. fight that we're all in. And, and it brings me joy. I'm also here to remind your listeners that if they need a garage door, they have to dial 435-868-1200. Yeah. I love you. 1200. Yeah, because it's important that we get that number you in. Otherwise, great. we lose the sponsor. You, you don't great. have your show and we don't have you as a voice. You we need great. to look after our platforms. I think this is amazing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm listening to you and I, I know that there's a lot of, there are a lot of people like you. There are a lot of people that are willing to go to the mat for this. And that's what gives me hope too. Yeah. I mean, it truly does. I, I, I think about our, our future and the yes, yesterday on the show, I said, you know, we get shown their plans. They have these little meetings and millions of people jump on and they show us what they're going to do to us if they can um, in the cyber polygon and in the 2010 Rockefeller plan and in dark winter. And you know what? Why don't we all get on to a Zoom meeting and let them know what we would do i mean why can't we be more on the offense i mean we 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 wait until they do stuff to us um but we need to say no this is the line we're americans this is our country you're not taking our country from us and so we yeah. if, if we but are that, able to but that, that exists yeah. that exists and, yeah. and the thing is uh, being on the road as i am and being face to face with people that exists so mm -hmm. everywhere i go you find cute little grandmas or whatever right and just before the, the last election, when we believed Trump was getting in and therefore there would be mass riots, this lady lived in Portland, people were getting ready to defend their home yeah. in Portland, in Beverly Hills, in Minnesota, because we thought the riots were coming. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, you know what, let them come. Let right. them come to my home. Because I tell you, I've lived a long life. I've got grandchildren to defend. They will not leave my family home and I the 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 feeling from that woman I, I've got it now my little hairs on my arms just went mm. the determination of that lady sitting in the Trump hotel in DC ahead of the last election is exactly the de determination I feel in the hearts of so many decent Americans right. so whilst we're not hearing the offense the offense is in place right yes. people have spines of steel and they're yes. ready and uh, and we're all many of us are all in and, right. and so we should definitely know that that steel is there when it when we need to call on it that is so true in yep. east germany they had groups of 10 and they would one person from that group of 10 would know about another group of 10 and that person would know about another group of 10 and they kept it like that there was no big leader there was no big uh exactly. huge you know led moment but but hong kong the same way they just so organically started groups everywhere and then all of a sudden it was too big it was too big it was too massive and i think that's what's happening here don't you yeah absolutely and yeah. you know much has been said about mm -hmm. the 6th of january i was there in the evening of the 6th of january i was held 
in the UK by the Department of Homeland Security. They wouldn't allow me to board my flight on the 5th. Uh, and they probably did me a favour in hindsight. But all I want to say is, for any of your listeners that were there in the capital on the 6th of January, and all you knew was a brilliant, peaceful, yeah. loving Waved into uh, the gathering capital. of millions of people. Exactly. Yeah. It was the most glorious day. And, and that, that doesn't get said a lot in the media because people prefer to talk of the noise of the nonsense. Mm -hmm. But in fact, the sixth was a great example of how the steel spine of America flew in from all over the, the, the massive great country of yours, and it's huge, right. um, yeah. to be in one place and to remind each other we've got each other. Yes. And, uh, and that's why that was such an important day. The, the noise of the nonsense can be forgotten. The 6th of January matters because mm -hmm. people flew in from all oh. over the country to show each other Right. They've got each other's back. They would that have, was an amazing thing. Well, they would have never interrupted the their own reading of the Electoral College votes because that's why they were there. So it doesn't even make sense on its face. They wouldn't interrupt no. the very meeting they all went to go see. Um, and so the, the whole rhetoric line from the FBI all the way up is just nonsense and it's a bunch of lies. And so we've, yeah. we've been reporting on that. And it's just, in, it's just insane what they tried to make it be. So hard, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's and and we're going to get told a lot more lies, and I, I I think that's really the deal is is opening up eyes. This is why you're exposing things so that we can really see what's going on, and this is why it's so important is to is to understand where we're at, <laughs> get the bad news, but then realize that we're still here and we still. Mm -hmm. We still have the availability and uh, and we also have social networks and we also can use those to our advantage and the Internet to our advantage for information. There's all kinds of things that we can still do. So absolutely. And I, and I strongly recommend everybody get Whitney uh -huh. and they put it on everything they've got and put it into your little mind. And so that every time someone in the street does something to you or someone asks you to right. put a mask on or someone yeah. frowns at you or asks you about the vaccine, you just imagine pressing a little button on your heart. <laughs> And you press it and you imagine that all you can hear is Whitney giving it loads. And that, to me, that's, that's what I do. Right. And, and it just lifts me up. And I'm like, come on then. So, <sighs> so go about life like that. Imagine a little Whitney on your heart. And you just press the button and boom. Back to your flag. I love it. I don't see you backing down ever. I just, I just don't ever get the sense that that you're ever going to back down. And I absolutely love that. You know, a lot of people can get very inspired by what you're doing right now. You're a mom, you know, you are, you know, you're a person out there saying, hey, I'm one person, but look what I'm able to go do. I love that. That must feel energetic to you a little bit, right? Inspiring to yourself, maybe a little bit. Katie, all right. Hey, Katie, are you there? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, that's okay. So sorry. That's okay. I was just saying that you might, I, I find you inspiring. I hope people do because you're a mom and you're a person out there going, Hey, one person can do what I'm doing. This is, that's amazing to me. I love it. Oh, oh bless you. Yeah. My daughters are 16 and 15. Uh -huh. And then I have a son who's 12. Um, and amazingly, I still have a husband. Um, mm -hmm. He's called Lovely Mark. His actual nice. name is Mark, but everybody nice. calls him Lovely Mark. <laughs> and they're surprised that he remains married to me, poor man. And, uh, and yeah, the fight for me is not, uh, is not born out of nothing. It's right. born out of, you know, we have now been called to step up uh, for our children because they are not going to have what we have unless we do this. And I think the more that I see mothers and fathers involved in school boards, the more people pushing it back against CRT, the more you see how uh, the hearts of us, we, we are born to be lions and lionesses, right? And right. we're fighting back for our kids now. And, and that's a very powerful thing indeed. And, 
And so many people will say to me, oh, but you're on your own. Don't you miss your children? Well, yes, of course. Uh But sometimes there's bigger things we have to fight for in order that our children get any chance of some kind of future that we want them to have. I so agree. All you have to do is go see a Raiders game. No one wears a mask, but they're forcing the kids in school to wear them. And so to make make people finally get it. I know we're out of time. We have about 30 seconds. But I just wanted to mention, you're going to be speaking in Salt Lake City, October 22nd and 23rd. This is an amazing event. We can act. WeCanAct.com and uh, .net. I'm sorry, WeCanAct.net. Make sure that you uh, are a part of this. Go get tickets. Uh, you can actually text WeCan to 53445, 53-445, and you'll get all the updates. You can purchase tickets from there. And I am, I, I'm thrilled to be able to finally meet you and see you at WeCanAct. <laughs> Net. Thank you. Aww. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate wonderful. you giving me the time. Oh, anytime. I'm going to have you back. Plenty of times. I can I can already tell. Thank you, Katie Hopkins. You're a gem. And uh, Thank you. you bet. I'll be on with Melissa. Don't go anywhere. This is the Kate Daly Show.